There are a lot of Māori PI people out there who can build, very experienced at building, but yeah. do not have the paperwork behind them, yeah. which means that they don't have the bargaining power no matter where they go. They become just the labour. And I personally don't like that word either. The not labour. They're experienced people, skillful, and they should be recognised for that, you know, in terms of money, so they can feed their families, provide security back to their families, and then the cycle continues. But yeah, there, there's, if you know the industry, there's a lot of um, people jump around because there's lack of security, mainly because they don't have that paperwork behind them. Yeah, too many barriers. Malolele, my name is Indira Moala Stewart. Talo Falava, my name is Jofina Fipuliai, and welcome to the Future of the Moana podcast. This podcast is about the future of work in South Auckland, and we hear from inspirational, creative, beautiful, bright young talented South Aucklanders about their journeys to success. This is where we will give advice to our youth from South Auckland and we encourage them to dream big and that they can become successful in whatever career path they choose to take. So check out our latest episode out now. So guys, uh, before we get started, we'll start with me. Maybe if you could just tell us uh, a little, uh, you know, where you're from, uh, where you were born, that type of thing, family background, and then we'll make our way through to uh, Jazz and Kelly. Cool. Um. So my name is Maya Lever, um, I'm 22 years old. I come from a Tongan background, um, but I was born and raised here in New Zealand, Auckland. Currently living in South Auckland. Um, I am an aspiring entrepreneur. I have been running a side hobby business named Coptus of reselling vintage streetwear. Um, I'm also training to become a um, Les Mills instructor. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Middle, my favourite place. <laughs> Jazz? My name is Jazz Wakalahi. Um, I was born, I was brought up in Manawak, Sandringham. Went to Manawak Grandma. Um, my company is Wakalahi Construction. Um, and yeah, are you, my you, life. Are you Greek? Or, uh, Italian? Sorry, what nationality are you? Uh, Tongan. Oh. Tongan, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Tongan. Um. Uh, my name is Kelly Vakalahi. Um, I'm married to Jazz. Um, our business is Vakalahi Construction. I'm Māori, um, Irish. My dad was Irish, my mum Māori. Um, my mum is from Matodi Bay, up in the far north. Um, so I'm Ngāpuhi. Um, and my dad is from, well, he, my dad was born here, but he is from Irish, uh, Ireland, and I have recently been doing my um, genealogy mm. journey, so I can go to Ireland, maybe, one day. So I have a branch of Wakalahi construction <laughs> in Ireland, eh? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, so, uh, me, uh, first of all, very nice hair colour. Thank you. <laughs> No, well, I was wondering, you know, being a, a young woman yourself, in terms of uh, your uh, Instagram, you know, and, and the, you know, being an entrepreneur, and well, what, what, because I'm really bad when it comes to technology. Why did you choose Instagram to, to do your business? Um, well, I didn't know anything about business, how to start a business when I thought about it. Um, 
and because I was always on Instagram and you, you could see like other people creating their businesses on Instagram, I was like, this is actually a really good platform to start it, to kick off my journey. And it was, like everyone was there um, and it was just an easy process for me because I didn't know how to work websites or anything outside of social media. So yeah, I just found it, it was easier for me. So what made you think of, uh, you know, what inspired you to start the, the work that you're doing now and how you're using Instagram? Um, well, I realised that uni wasn't for me in that time. I was going through things um, and it just like clicked. I was like, oh my gosh, this would be cool. It started off as a hobby um, and then eventually I was like, oh, I could really like make a business, if not from this, uh, from something else. But this is like a really good um, starter for me. And it was, it was a really good starter for me. And um, I'm still in the process of business, still learning, um, still on Instagram, but hopefully, you know, I can learn websites and that, so. So what's your actual business that you got on? Is it Coptus? Coptus, yeah. yeah. It's um, reselling vintage streetwear, um, purchasing stock from around the world. So mm. Hong Kong or UK. Um, and these vintage pieces are unique pieces. They're from like the 90s, the 2000s. Um, so a lot of the people in this generation, they like it, like the youngsters my age and that. Um, but also um, our parents and that, when they see it, they're like, oh, I used to jam that back in the day. Like, it's, so it's cool. It's cool to bring, in a way, bring people together as well. Yeah. And how long have you been doing this? Two years, on and off. Yeah. yeah. And things are going well? No. But, uh, no. but uh, that's why I'm here to learn from. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A couple of years, still not bad. Yeah. Yeah. But th that's why it's great to have um, Kelly and Jazz here. Yeah. I mean, because uh, how long have you guys been running uh, Bakalahi Constructions for now? Uh, four years. Four yeah. years now. Four years. Yeah, four years. And and uh, how are things things are progressing a lot better. Yes. Bit? I mean, we're in a good. Yeah. Still growing. Now. Still, still growing. growing. Yeah. Still learning. Because how many staff you guys got? We've got about 42 guys. Um, 15 of and those guys are. Oh, yeah, and the lady. And the lady, yes. We can't no. forget the, no. the lady. Yeah, yes. Sorry. Yeah, nice. Um, good stuff, Jess. Yeah. 15 of them are employees mm. and the rest are contractors. Yeah. Well, well, what, what inspired you guys to. Did you guys take the subjects in the high school to, to get into this sort of industry? Or um, how did it all begin? Oh, for me, I, will, always, I was always a hammerhand. And um, a friend of mine said to me, oh, let's go do some weekend work with my dad. Mm. And um, all started from there. So all my weekends and holidays were taken up working for a property developer. Um, his name's Murphy McDade. He's a Samoan guy. He's a developer, well-known around Greyland, mm. um, in Bay Area. So, yeah, that was pretty much where I started yep. the trade and sort of picked up a lot of skills off him. Um, and then he, he just pushed me to take, you know, to get qualified and then nice. got qualified. And then um, always had people telling me, you know, you should start your own. Mm. And then, yeah. I think because you're just a natural leader and that's why. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And if you're a natural leader, like, not, not, you can't teach people how to be leaders. Mm. And people follow, so to get people...
people, I saw that people followed him. Yeah. So if he went to a job, they went to a job. You guys started Wakalahi uh, um, Constructions and it was just the two of you? Or did you have uh, other people on board? I think we took yeah. your nephew we took and a, a couple nephews, of people. Um, and uh, uh, there was a couple of older guys yeah. that work for us now that I sort of served my time under. Mm -hmm. They were like, um, they, they were the ones that were telling me I should start my own and they'll come and work for me. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, so they're all a part of, they're a big part of um, teaching the guys now because they're, they're qualified, they're... Um, 20 plus yeah, years 20 plus in the industry, you can't... Um, so that's they, what you learn from, yeah. not the uni tech, not the... So they also play a big part in the amount of apprentices that we have. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And Kelly, what's your role in the, in the business? Um, well, this was not my dream, but it is now because it's our family dream and I can see where we're going. So I've worked, I've come from an office corporate background, um, you know, from accounting to um, admin work and government roles. Um, and then when he wanted to start his own business, I said, cool, if we do it, we're doing it. Like it's not, you're not gonna, you know, tap your feet in the water type thing. You, you're going to go do it. And he's like, oh, do I just start as a sole trader? I was like, no, you're going to register a business. I told you, you're going you're gonna to do it, do it all. Um, and then you've got to work hard. And so I took on, I said, you go and find the work. You get the guys to go and do the work. You sort that stuff. And I'll self-learn at home and I'll learn how to do everything else. But lucky I came from like the office background because I understood systems, I understood processes. Mm. Um, and understood accounts, minimum, but um, yeah, yeah, that was me spending hours and hours online learning stuff. And four years later, yeah. 40 odd uh, people under you. Mm. You know, you, you yeah. were mentioning Kelly, you know, about the new minimal knowledge of accounts. Yeah. Yeah. How do you sort out the money side? Who, who, in, you know, how do you look after your money, you know, the whole money management stuff with the business? Yeah. And also, you know, because Tongan, Māori, yeah. you know, family. If I let him, he would spend it all because what comes in, he thinks is his. <laughs> but it's like, no, this is IRD's money and this is, you know, your staff's money. Um, I think I just, I didn't know everything. So I knew I need money for people. So we used our own money to begin with and we could only take on a job that we knew we could pay for. Um, so thankfully we had a little bit of money and and it was a little bit and if we didn't make that work then we would be going to the bank or something but we did everything we could yeah. to not do that didn't want to start a business with debt um yeah so it was straight from our own pocket first yeah. and then uh you know within the four years obviously the last yeah. couple of years we've had uh COVID and all yeah. that how was the business uh, uh running during that time um, didn't. It didn't. It didn't run. Yeah, but we was. I mean, we just had a lot of. It was good. Was just yeah, everything just come to a stop. So the project didn't stop. It, the houses still needed to be built once we were allowed to. Yeah. But it meant the guys had free time yeah. to yeah. 
chill out. I yeah, suppose. I think I think it was in a way a, a lot of the guys talking to them they actually enjoyed it because mm. they yeah, got to they spend did. a lot of time at home. Yeah. How do you guys manage forty odd people? Um, just with some good stuff. Good processes. good processes. So we've had to build processes so that they become more self-sufficient. Yeah. That they don't need somebody to manage them like as much. Yeah. It makes a tough cause if someone needs to you know, crack the whip or you're fired. Or... Um, we, lucky enough, we haven't had to fire anybody. Wow. Um, I mean, a lot of a lot of guys that are contractors to us. They've been with us from the start. They haven't had to go and find work elsewhere. Mm. So, in terms of discipline, you do all the discipline, yeah. Mm. yeah. What was one of your first projects, and what's one of the biggest uh, projects that you guys have been? So the our, our first project that was the biggest one for us was the Sky City, um, the convention center. So we actually did a lot of um, um, did a lot of uh, fire rating beams in there, mm -hmm. and we helped build that roof. They got burnt down. Oh, so you you it's fair to say that you guys burnt it down so you can <laughs> get that contract and do it again, yeah. doubled it. I, I, I still have their number, the, the managers' numbers, but yeah. yeah, but we we had probably finished um, a good eight months before until and then that happened eh? and then um, our other jobs have been um kind order working for Fletcher living and um a bit of work done in the railway so yeah. which is the beginning jobs though were very small like i was telling the others um like fences decks or renos like do up a bathroom or yeah plaster something I, the really small things yeah. you have to do them for people to trust and know who you are even if they're family even if you have to do it for free sometimes mm, yeah. you just have to go and do that did you, did you do more free things for so where do you see Bakalahi constructions in the next four to five years being able to write up uh, to tender for tier one work because at the moment we're just always working for like bigger companies mm. like I want to be like I reckon we're ready now to take on tier one work um, we're working alongside BBT at the moment to help us get us to the level that we need to mm. get to, to mm. actually tender for tier one work. Wow, and what's tier one compared to tier two? What sort of project, what's the difference? <laughs> so tier, um, tier one work, you're like, you're the main contract, you're the main person to run the job. Cause at the moment we always, like Fletcher Living, they get the project and then we just sub to them mm. and we work underneath them. Or there's like Kiwi Rail will put out a tender yeah. and then you'll have a company who wins that tender. Yeah. 
that company generally does not have the staff or the labour or the capability. Yeah. They got the brains and they go yeah. and sub it out to everyone else who was yeah. the doers. Yeah. And I think we've just been at that Yeah, we've always level. been the doers. Yeah. yeah, for too long. Yeah. yeah, time to move. Time to move. How important is uh, family and uh, culture for Bakalai Constructions? Oh, it's, it's, Those it's are really, our core yeah. values. Those are our core values. Like um, for us, <coughs> we've got a lot of um, staff that have brought family members on, and um, they all like. I, I look at them and I see myself, and then I, one thing I do say to them is like, "Don't be comfortable," because I was comfortable for a really long time, mm. and then I just sort of helping them now push them yeah. to get qualified and just take the next step. There are a lot of Māori PI people out there who can build, mm. very experienced at building, but yeah. do not have the paperwork behind them, yeah. which means that they don't have the bargaining power no matter where they go. They become just the labour. Mm. And I personally don't like that word either. The not labour. They're experienced people, skillful, yeah. and they should be recognised for that, you know, in terms yeah. of money, so that they can feed their families, provide security back to their families, and then the cycle continues. But yeah, there, there's, if you know the industry, there's a lot of um, people jump around because there's lack of security, mainly because they don't have that paperwork behind them. Yeah. yeah. Too many barriers. I think another thing was good that the government sort of made the apprenticeship free because yeah. now you know the guys don't have excuses it's like man it's free you know do it um yeah we can we yeah we just push the guys really yeah the comfort zone and yeah. do the paperwork are you guys taking new workers up at the moment yeah we always we always looking i mean we've never had to advertise for workers yeah. If, if my career doing podcasts <laughs> could um, join and, and uh, can I come in there? How, how, yeah. if, if I came and said, oh, okay, Jazz, Kelly, you know, how, how do I start? You know, what do I need to just sweep the the floors or where can I start? Everyone yeah. starts at the bottom yeah, everyone somewhere. Everyone starts at the bottom. Even our apprentices, we, yeah. you know, they, they'll go and put their tool belt on straight away. Nice flash tool belt, new tools. Mm -hmm. Say, so, no, 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 you've got to take that off because you don't need that yet. So everyone starts from yeah, somewhere. Start, yeah, starts from the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know you've got four kids. How, how old are the kids? So Two, old. nine, 16, and nearly 20. In terms of the business, are you guys, do you have in your mind that one of the kids or all the kids are going to be, uh, you know, taking over the business in the future? Um, maybe. I highly doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt it. I think building's not for them. Maybe, yeah. Nine-year-old, no, he's not going to do anything that's physical. He might run the business from, I don't know, somewhere, but no, I don't think so. 16-year-old's not going to pick up a broom either. Yeah. Sad, eh? Oh, never know, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Right? <laughs> they, they're in the digital world, like the younger people, the Instagrams and stuff, they're in that world. May you know, in terms of, um, you know, totally different businesses, but, uh, you know, and also yourself being young, I wonder, you know, what support 
do you have in terms of uh, uh, running your business? What support people do you have around you? Uh, do you have uh, mentors to, to, to give you advice in that for, you, for your business? Um, I did have a lot of support from my family because I come from, well, my mother's really business-minded business, business minded as well. Um, but I also wanted to be around like-minded people that had the same kind of business ideas or the same struggles as well because I wouldn't have the same struggles as, as my mom. Um, she would be able to help me, but like, you know, to relate to a young person as well. Um, and it wasn't until literally this year um, that I connected with, from PBT, they um, started a program named Hatch, and I was able to meet so many young people that was going through the same things as me, and, and other things that I could learn from them as well. Um, so I think that was really important and good for me. Um, so PBT, mm. my family. Yeah. So you mentioned Hatch, what's that, is that like an egg or something? <laughs> or can you explain more about Hatch and, and, and the support that PBT has? Um, so from my knowledge, um, it's a program for um, business people that are wanting to start a business. Um, you don't have to have a business, business exactly, um, but if you do and you're wanting to learn more about business, how you can develop it further, um, they have services for you as well but um, yeah it's kind of just a space um, like a six-week uh, workshop thing where they teach you where they um, connect you with um, mentors um, other business people like they had um, Michael Hill I think his name. they had him speaking and um, so many other Pacific people um, and we all just got to connect, share our stories, um, learn from other entrepreneurs as well. Um, and then at the end of it, they give us opportunities or um, connections and, and help as well, support for our businesses. Um, yeah. Nice. Hey, how about yourselves, uh, Jazz and Katie, in terms of uh, what other support systems are out there that have helped you with uh, Wakalahi um, Constructions? I think, like Jess said, the, the older people who came with us or who encouraged them from the beginning, they've been in business themselves for a long time as well. So they helped us in terms of um, how to put, like, I think, like, documentation together for certain jobs. Um, because, like, like, a company like Fletcher's would send you a list of things that you need to provide back to them before they would even approve you. And I knew none of it. He knew none of it because he was like the hammer hand or the, the doer, the worker, never seen the paperwork side of it. So we had literally no idea. I've, I wish we knew about PBT four years ago because I would have given them the list and said, please tell me what all these things are. But we've had to learn and then um, not make it up, but do our best. Places like Fletcher's are good, so you fill out the forms and then they come back to you with all the red pen and the marks and go, that's wrong, that's wrong. But you learn. And they didn't judge, thank goodness they didn't judge and be like, this company has no idea. I think they saw the value in our staff and, and our workmanship. So it was just a matter of learning the paperwork on the on the back end. Mm. Yeah. Oh, awesome. You know, I was thinking of, um, uh, you know, just with anything we do, and especially with you guys, with your businesses, I was wondering, me being a, a young woman and, and, you know, with the whole tech side of things, how do you deal with people and comments and feedback? 
they really try and pull you down. So you suck, stop this, you know, whatever you're doing. Hey, how do you deal with that and what support systems do you have around you? Um, luckily, I haven't encountered anything like that so far. Um, but I'm grateful to have a, to come from a strong family with strong um, beliefs um, that I'm really open-minded, that I know if I get that, it's nothing personal, it's more them than me, that I would kind of just like see it for what it is and it's, you know, not anything against me or my business, it's more this person. So I would um, either leave it or just address it in a way that they feel embarrassed for saying that, you know? So, mm. yeah. Oh, man. Wish I had your resilience when I was 22. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten in so much trouble if I had that resilience. Well, what about with you guys? You know, I mean, you know, anytime any of us try and start up a business, you know, you always got the doubters and all that. You know, how did you guys cope with uh, a lot of that stuff? And also, not just that, you know, when there were tough times, you know, what helped you through those tough times? Oh, yeah. We did have a tough yeah, time, yeah. a very tough time. Yeah, close to the beginning. Yeah. We sort of, um, we, we sort of went, we did a job for somebody and that. A that, big, big job. Yeah, a big job. Which was, yeah, and then they sort of went under and then we were sort of. Um, they went into liquidation, liquidation and we lost a six figure income or amount of money. Yeah. So we had to learn again the hard way. Mm. Um, thankfully, you know, with, with the money side, it was everything that came in, I knew that amount is for our staff. There was no touching it or there was an amount for IRD, etc. There, there's, nothing, there's nothing that's ours until it's ours, until everybody else has been paid. So thankfully, when we lost that money, that was our money, that was our profit. Everyone else got paid, nobody was left hanging waiting for money except for us. Um, and through lawyers and liquidators, we learnt the ins and outs the hard way. Yeah. The things that we did not know yeah. about the law, yeah. the construction side. Um, yeah, there, I don't know who would have ever taught us those things four years ago, or did we have to go through that to learn that? The yeah. mistakes we won't make again. Ah, no way. So we just, yeah. We went into the contract, I think, with the, the trust. Yeah. yeah. The, no one's going to rip you off, surely. Surely not. Mm. But yeah. Can you give us a little bit, tell us a little bit more about what you learned in terms of uh, business law yeah. through what you went through? Yeah, so early on in our, um, when we started business, like you see these um, logos on a lot of construction business and I, I needed to know more about them. So right at the beginning, I engaged with them and one thing I saw that was that they had contracts for different types of jobs. I was like, thank goodness you've done the hard work. If I become a member with you, then you've done all the hard work and the thinking for me. I'm going to use your templates and we should be fine from there. And through becoming a member, we also learnt um, that they had a lawyer on board, someone that you could ask for advice if you needed to. Um, and we never needed him until we fell into a bad place with a contract and we knew we were about to lose a lot of money. Um, and we asked for that advice. We used our free 20 minutes um, 
and then he says do you want to continue because where you're at and what's about to happen you need somebody to help back you so we had um let's say from about three hundred thousand dollars that we thought we were going to lose we lost about 160. so thank goodness we knew that we had this lawyer um but it's places like nzcb should i have had to be a member to have learnt that i don't think so if i had non i know pbt have this advice and i've learnt that recently but if i knew that four years ago i would have done my homework and my learning like i said i did lots of hours at home thinking of different avenues that i needed to learn law would have been one of them it, absolutely i think no one thinks of that i think even in your space no one would think of what are the ramifications should i do something wrong or how much could i lose if i did something wrong imagine the fines i don't know what the fines are on like facebook and instagram gosh but the fines in construction are huge especially around health and safety you could lose everything so it'll be fair to say that it's important that you know yeah. yeah. At least something law in terms yeah. to run any business. Any business. Mm. Like he understood the construction building, but none of us understood the law behind it at all. Not at all. Yes. Yeah. So uh May, just thinking where where do you hope uh for your business to be in the next two to four years? Um I'm hoping to make it physical. Um as well as on the online space, I'd like to hopefully open up a store. Um, where, where in Auckland would you? South Auckland. <laughs> yeah. South Auckland, for the people. Um, yeah. And creating projects as well. Um, co collaborating with other creatives as well. Yeah, that's as far as I've thought for my business. Mm. Uh, Kelly and Jazz, and also May as well. We'll go with May first. What advice would you give young people that are, are wanting to start their own business or have an idea of something they want to do? You know, what advice would you like to give them? As same as you guys as well, people that are wanting to start up their their own businesses. We'll start with you, May. Because I'm still going through the process as well, but learning from learning from my um, beginnings um, and my journey. I would say to go ahead with it, like so many things will get in the way but never give up. Um, just dive in and also surround yourself with like-minded people or if you don't have anyone around that's like-minded, go out there and network. Um, PBT is really good, Hatch is amazing um, and there's always someone on social media. Um, so just keep networking, really, yeah. Yeah, just get out there and do it. Um, there's BVT that can help you. Um, NZCV, they're a good um, outfit to yeah. become a member and they can help you out with contracts. Um, also, who else? Um, we're starting to engage with Amotai. Mm -hmm. So that's another another um, company that can help you out as well yeah i think when you start a new business like you have an idea you have a passion go with it um believe in yourself um 
Like I had to believe in him. Like I actually had to believe in him. I'm like, oh gosh, okay, cool. Because, um, and like you said, surround yourself with, with like-minded people. And some people were thinking, well, who's that? Is it my family? Sometimes it's not. Um, just putting it out there, sometimes it is not. So find the like-minded businesses um, and network with them. And then figure, you know, you'll find the right people within, like I think we found good people in other companies, other building companies. Yeah. And then you just start, like you don't have to do what they do, but you take their concept or whatever it is and make it your own. Um, and yeah, figure out what your core values are too. And don't, don't branch off from that. Your values are your values and your business will be built on that. Well, uh, thank you uh, very much for taking the time to come out today. Uh, you know, truly inspiring, uh, but also uh, very heartwarming to uh, see uh, young me, you know, um, uh, with, with your business and, uh, and just, your, you know, your passion for what you do, uh, your resilience, and, uh, and, and hearing your story and where you want to take it to the future as well. Uh, really inspired by you guys. Um, and obviously, great to see... Um, just the chemistry, because then you know the backbone of the business. You know, behind a good man is a <laughs> is an amazing woman. So, uh, I thank you for sharing with us, uh, Bakalai Constructions. Me as well. Uh, God bless you guys and your families, and also your business as well. And uh, how can I hook up on uh, Coptus? Um, follow my Instagram, Coptus underscore. Um, we'll go from there. See how she said it was vintage 1990s, and I was born in the 80s. <laughs> So what am I then if that was vintage? <laughs> when were you born? Uh, 80s, yeah. In, in 81, yeah. yeah. I was born in the 80s too. Then. I was like, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how do we uh, hook up with Bakalahi Constructions? Um, online? Mm. online we, yeah. we have a website, all our contact details are there. Yeah. Um, Can you guys yeah. like renovate like bathrooms, like toilets and stuff? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one gets damaged quite a bit. Uh, Holes on the yeah, floor. Uh, with our boys. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the floor. But anyway, uh, thank you very much. Uh, God bless you guys. And uh, yeah, take care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.